0: Hello, everyone, and welcome to the It Just Works podcast. I'm your host, Ryan. Thank you for joining me today as I talk about Pokemon Generation 4 with Brandon and Brian. However, I want to remind you, we are sponsored by Forever Grips Gaming Accessories, where you can save 15% off your first order using the code It Just Works Pod in all caps. Once again, that is It Just Works Pod in all caps. Thank you, Forever Grips Gaming, for sponsoring the show. Also, be sure to follow us on Instagram and engage in the posts, questionnaires, or polls I do on there. Thank you for everyone who's been you know putting questions there it's pretty fun to answer them however the handle changed again because i'm stupid so it is at it just works podcast again (laughs) i got rid of the studios because i'm keeping this a singular show so yay go me so follow me at it just works podcast on instagram thank you everyone but that's enough for me now let's go ahead and cue that intro we are back (laughs) yeah Brandon it's okay uh we are back I am here with Brian from another
1: vinyl page Brian how you doing dude I'm good it's been a while I'm glad to be back I'm glad to talk more Pokemon I can always talk anything Nintendo so excited to be here it has
0: felt like a really long time I don't know if it's true that it's been a long time but it's definitely felt like it Uh Brandon is also here Brandon how you doing man hey Ryan I'm doing okay man
2: um you know it's Having the topic of Diamond and Pearl and Platinum come up, uh, it's been sending me on a little bit of a nostalgia trip. So I'm ready to go down a uh, memory lane with you guys and uh, have a good time with it. So let's get into it.
0: So what you're saying is you're just here to talk about the underground exploration, and that's pretty much it. Because <laughs> that's all I remember, besides yeah. the amazing region.
2: I mean, I have a lot of fond memories, but I'll try and keep it as, uh, you know, not too many anecdotes as possible.
0: But there's I mean, some good stuff in it. They're, they were pretty good games. Like, I remember... I don't know if you guys like remember your earliest memory with the game, but, uh, I had to double check while we're recording, but I do remember getting the game and in the same week or even day, um, we went to go see Spider-Man three in theaters. And the reason why I believe it's the same day is because my turt wig had just evolved into Grottle or Grottle, um, before I saw the film. But, uh, yeah, I remember being glued to that game instantly. Um, You know, as an adult, going back and looking at the years that these games were released, it really wasn't that long. Um, But when you're a kid, it feels like a lot longer, I guess, because I had felt like Diamond and Pearl were like the newest Pokemon games in like a decade for some reason. Like, I remember being that excited for it, it whereas like, oh, my God, like, this is brand new. It's on the DS. Like, I feel like I haven't played a Pokemon game in five years, which granted,
1: it felt like it, it, even
0: though a year before Emerald came out. So that's good. Um, so oh, it was only a year before. Seriously. I think it was like two years actually. But, okay. Um, still, it really wasn't that far apart. And for some reason, I was under the impression it was. But XDGail Darkness did come out the year before this game. Um, so yeah, do you guys happen to remember release week by any chance? Either one of you, whoever whoever can go can first. Go first,
1: Randy. <clears throat> okay.
2: Uh, release week specifically, no. But I remember being in middle school um that's where i met you ryan because halo 3 came around the same time and that's how we became friends it was um
0: War like one that brought us together
2: i thought well, you had the halo sweatshirt on though that was freshman year
0: that was <laughs> we met in eight eight grade. grade i know i hadn't got it yet I sw- listen bro well gonna, no, no no <laughs> hold on we're gonna challenge someone's memory right now uh-oh. We met in eighth grade and yeah. you, me and Corey played Gears of War. together, And then that's how we like met Ryan Martinez and everyone else. Yeah. I wasn't wearing the Halo 3 jacket yet. You I were.
2: Didn't...
0: Okay. Well, anyways, go ahead. Halo 3 didn't
2: come out, but you were in the jacket. Just cut <laughs> okay. that. I'm sorry. Anyways, uh, I don't remember the exact release week, but I do remember being in middle school with it and, um, you know, bring the first time bringing it to school and playing it on campus and trying to hide it from the from the uh, superintendents because they were assholes and they would take your phone or anything yeah. like that. Uh, and just something I remember is getting to the first, like that was the first time they introduced like weather and fog in the games. And I remember when it came out, it was like really foggy at school and like the months after it's release. So I don't know why just foggy weather reminds me of diamond and pearl. And it just, it just it's, it's, it's stuck in my head for my whole life. So I remember being really excited about it coming yeah. out.
0: Yeah. Did they do seasons as well for that one? I don't or think they did seasons.
1: Added- no, it was just weather in certain areas, if I remember right. I think black and white and white too yes. were
0: the ones yeah. that did seasons. Then.
2: Black and white did seasons and then um, yeah. Diamond and Pearl introduced um, like essentially a new obstacle for HMs, which was um, fog and the move defog. That's cleared, right, yeah. Cleared status moves and or status effects, I believe. Mm. Like a haze essentially.
0: Well, yeah, defog is basically Rayquaza's airlock ability. Gets rid of oh, okay. all weather effects. Oh, okay. Um, but see, I remember Heart Gold and Soul Silver doing like autumn or summer. Like if you start the game, it says a different season.
1: Oh, that's right. They did do that in, yeah, in Heart Gold too. Soul Silver,
0: even though they technically weren't different seasons. Anyways, yeah. you guys get what I'm saying now. Yeah, it's all coming together. Uh, Brian, do you remember when you picked up this game?
1: Yeah, my story was a little different because I don't know if you guys remember when the DS first came out how bad the like launch titles were the first like six months to a year were super dry they were there was pokemon rush there was like mario 64 ds and that's all you need
2: right there pokemon dash all day oh 64 ds oh that oh. shit was oh so yes
1: and, yes and i did 100 percent that game but the first like close to a year the game was kind of dry and i got to the point where i sold my ds like an idiot <laughs> and then right after they announced that the pokemon games were coming out so guess how i had to play gen 4 the first time on an emulator hashtag oh my to that nintendo really <laughs> yeah that's how i experienced gen 4 the first time that's the only way i could wow it played flawlessly and i have memories with the game i still remember walking by the lake and that music and then picking my starter i remember all the windmills and the drift loons were really like yeah i have a lot of memories with that game just the way i played it was different
0: yeah um yeah. oh go ahead brandon oh that was no good. brandon
2: what i'm saying like when you mentioned the windmills and like the reflections and everything and it uh, said it was a beautiful setting it was a it was a great looking game
0: so well the, yeah like the whole region uh, is very beautiful um you know when you go through every city but there's like one part that's like the middle of the map where you could catch gibble uh, yeah, the, was like railways sim- and stuff yeah um and then mount coronet was cool the spear pillars pretty legit but cool. off topic real quick uh the launch titles for the nintendo ds because i, I wanted to go back and see how terrible they were uh oh, wow. urban Man. gt feel the magic x y x x x uh girlfriend simulator that's what that was uh madden nfl 2005 mr driller drill spirits that's also another dating game uh rayman d rayman ds uh Ridge oh. Racer ds which was actually pretty good uh spider-man 2 super yeah, 4 ds tiger woods pga Tour 2005 and the herbs yes
1: yeah, it was pretty rough in the beginning and i think i just got fed up and i'm like eh, i just i wanted money i was a kid and i just sold it at gamestop like a moron that i am and then yeah pokemon got announced and i'm like well shit
0: (laughs) well shit (laughs) uh it's okay man i mean it is what it is we're getting remakes this year so it all works out uh we are going to move on to our typical topics that we do as we do these episodes uh we're going to start with our favorite starter um even though i started with turtwig on my first playthrough uh my second playthrough was or must have been third I have a correction about Spider-Man. Uh, I must have been playing a different playthrough because Spider-Man came out a year after the game. Anywho, uh, Chimchar is my boy uh, because of Monferno. Uh, you, he evolves at level 14 uh, into Monferno, and he gets Mach Punch right there at Evolution. And Monferno is kind of like Grovile, where it's like, damn, I love Monferno way more than Infernape, even though he grew on me as well later on um but yeah he's my favorite starter for sure nothing like a little cute fire monkey uh brandon what's your favorite starter
2: uh well i have something similar i started with uh piplup Ugh. and empoleon <laughs> in my first playthrough just wanted to go back to the water types uh but my favorite starter is uh actually Turtwig. he's awesome um, i really like in mythology of like the like a turtle holding like a whole entire world on its back and get that in torterra and the fact that pokemon can like rest on its back and you know it's just really cool man so yeah i really like uh, the turtwig line that's my favorite gen 4 starter i'd say
0: yeah man uh torterra is fucking incredible mm-hmm. and he gets earthquake and he he's just sick uh brian what's your favorite starter
1: it's also turtwig i had a turtle growing up and it reminds me of that
0: oh you mean <laughs> the one that you killed?
1: Is- Oh oof story for another day. Oh, exposing right?
2: him on the podcast. <laughs> Jesus.
0: Yeah. Well, we'll leave that in there for Britain.
1: And then <laughs> I don't really care about the middle stage grow vials, whatever, but yeah, like I said Tortero with that <laughs> Earth. Uh, it's just such a badass Pokemon. Are you laughing about the turtle still? <laughs> <laughs> no, I'm laughing
0: because you sounded like a robot. You started <laughs> lagging pretty bad. Oh man. Yeah, if you can, I'd probably just switch switch
1: to your data right now. All right. Hopefully I have good data here.
0: Well, you probably do. Actually, no, that's a good question. No, you'll be fine. Um well, that's kind of the that was kind of the appeal for me too, though, is uh Turtwig, Turtwig. Uh, when he was announced, I was like, Oh yeah, that's exactly what I'm It's a fucking dinosaur, dude. And then as Brandon <laughs> said, like with Torterra, it's literally got the world on its back. Uh it's just so sick um yeah uh yeah so scuttles did you name your turtwig scuttles or i think i actually did yeah <laughs> oh, i did
1: <laughs>
0: <laughs> um, R.I.P. scuttle yeah at least he killed the real one um <laughs>
1: Oh man! we gotta have like
2: a podcast dedicated to traumatic pet stories from our childhood Yeah, (laughs) i can't wait to talk
0: about casper the hamster i put on the ceiling fan
2: oh yours is a hamster too
0: yeah um jesus so we'll get into that we'll definitely do like a pets episode we'll do like the 10 dogs gone wild (laughs) (laughs) not in a jesus brandon not in that way Uh, i I didn't
2: have dogs growing up so
0: oh well that's awkward um animals gone wild there we go uh favorite pokemon uh, i think uh i'm gonna go first on this one uh my favorite pokemon in all of gen four is actually gabite uh garchomp's pre-evolution uh he's his screech or his cry is fucking badass it's so unique um the way he looks is way better than garchomp in my opinion and i just love this beast he's actually pretty strong for his stage so that's my favorite pokemon man
1: yeah, Garchomp's sick.
0: Garchomp is pretty sick. It's just uh, Gabite, I felt like they could have just done those two, and I would have been fine. Garchomp,
1: Garchomp does have one of the worst Shinies ever, though. <laughs>
0: oh, my one. God, absolutely. Which is also ironic because Gabite does have the better-looking version of the, the that entire line. Uh, when it Oh, comes for, to Shinies. Sure, for sure. Uh, Brian, what's your favorite Pokemon in Gen 4?
1: I have two. I really like Mammoth Swine because I've always liked that line in general. I like the Ice and Ground type, even though when it evolves, it's weak. It's super effective, or it's weak against all three starters, Fire, Water, and Grass. So that kind of sucks. He's not really viable, and he's hard to use. But just design-wise, I love Mamoswine. And also, uh, some Pokemon I used to despise, and I love now. Can you guess? Bidoof. (sighs) I unironically (laughs) like Bidoof now. (laughs) <laughs> like every time I see that every time I see that stupid Pokemon now I like it and I have no idea why because I used to loathe Badoof. But with all I don't even think I think it's before even this event they did in all the Pokemon. I just think Badoof is like so stupidly adorable. I hate its evolution though. Uh, yeah. The is
2: easily at least, but yeah. Yeah. Dude, um kudos on Mamoswine, cause it's like the awkward 70s teenager. Uh, Wine got like a badass evolution that he desperately needed. It was super cool.
1: Yes. Wine never felt like the end of the stage. So I'm glad they mm-hmm. finally did something with it two Gens later.
2: Even in like, even in gold and silver and crystal, it's like, there's, there should be more. Yeah. I feel like yeah. that feeling that something's missing.
1: Mm-hmm. It's just a pile of fur with like small tusk, right? He had, yeah. Yeah. He he's two mm-hmm. little small tusks.
0: But it's so cool that you said that. Um, we're gonna have a pop-up question after this actually because of that. Um, yeah, Pokemon that got these evolutions in Gen four, like there's so many of them. Um, it's just Mammoth Swine is a really sick ass Pokemon. till this day, I love yeah. him very much. Uh, but Brandon, uh, what's your favorite Pokemon in Gen 4?
2: Uh, I've got a I've got a toss up as well it's between two different ones. And no matter what playthrough I do and I will do this even with the remakes come out, these two are staples in every team I've gone through. Uh, gen four with, and that's uh, both Star Raptor and Luxray. I mean, Ooh. oh, nice, the most badass, like doing double battles with them, too, like just always brings back a lot of good memories. And I like Star Raptor is my favorite regional bird that does not get, I feel like, nearly enough love. Talonflame is close behind though, because you know, you get the extra typing, and you know, but and, and then you have Luxray, who's a Lightning Lion, like it's just, it's just, it's just fucking badass, dude. And they're always on my team, no matter what starter I pick, no matter what filler Pokemon I use. It's always Star Raptor and Luxray.
1: Luxray so. is just electric type, right? Or, yeah, it's not dark, too. It looks like it would be, but I don't think it is, right? Yeah, it, it,
2: you look like it, it looks like it, but um, it's just I mean, electric. It, yeah, I know it's crunching and, and bite, but yeah, yeah, also has one of the best shiny forms
0: of that generation.
1: Oh, uh, the yellow one,
0: yeah. Uh, we're going to do a pop question right now, because it just came to mind as Brian brought up Mammoth Swine. I want to know your guys' least favorite Gen 4 evolution from previous Pokemon. So I'll go first. Uh, I think Rhyperior is utter dog shit. and Until this day, it pisses me off that he even exists. I always felt like Rhyhorn and Rhydon were a very well-done line that actually should have stopped with Rhydon. I think they should have just boosted right on stats. Like I don't, I really fucking hate right here. Um, I just, They're,
1: they like changed the color of it. Dude, and changed I... Like the design of it. And it, it branched off too far from what it was. Like, I can't even see what they were going for exactly. Cause the other two were like gray and then it goes to like brown out of nowhere and just looks weird.
0: Yeah. And then, uh, just to throw this out before I let you guys answer that question, if you can think of any on the spot, um, which shouldn't be really too hard because I feel like there's a lot of terrible ones, to be honest with you. Um, I think Electivire is way cooler than people give it credit for. I
1: think both of those, Electivire and Magmortar, are pretty cool.
0: The fuck? I don't know, dude. Magmortar is another thing, right? I think Magmar looked perfectly fine. And even technically, Electivire looked perfectly fine the way he was. But Electivire, I could still find like a... Like a middle ground with that, but Magmortar I refuse to ever use on a team. I will go out of my way to still use Magmar.
2: Yeah, I'm not a huge
0: fan of Magmortar either. Or Provo Pass, Licky Licky, uh Togek Togekiss. I don't care if it's good. Mega is kind of weird
1: to me for some reason. What? Really?
0: I, but I I personally <laughs> yeah. I, I
2: love Yon Mega, dude. He's yeah, a dude. Badass. What the fuck?
1: <laughs> it looks like it's like evil out of nowhere. Like it was just a little bug, now it's all pissed off and huge. What?
2: I think with like what I really like about it is I think it's something about the. Uh... Well, do you remember how it evolves?
1: Yeah, it's, oh, it's like pre, it's like a
2: prehistoric bug. It's like yeah. a representation yeah, those,
1: like, of that, it evolves by learning ancient power, right? Yeah, just yeah. like
0: Mamoswine or pillow swine. If you didn't yeah, maybe,
1: know, maybe I was too hard on Yon Mega.
0: Yeah, well, it also reminded me of a Godzilla movie that just came out, like a couple years or three years before this. These games did, and is Godzilla versus Mega Girus. And it straight up looks like Yan Mega, like they don't that's even so look thick. that different. So I immediately po- like
1: what? Pokemon that will never get a Mega Evolution? Mega Yan Mega?
0: Stupid. But yeah, I just wanted to throw that question at you guys. Uh, do either of you have one that you want to like spotlight? Uh, Brandon, go ahead.
2: My personal favorite is Gliscor.
0: Okay, I okay. mean, it's, that's it, my. Well, he's cool. He's cool.
2: Yeah, it's my pick. I mean because Gligar was very plain and, um, oh, you know what, dude? I totally forgot. All mine are Gen 2 picks. Either Gligar, um, Gliscor, or uh, Weavile.
1: Those are the ones you like, right? Mm -hmm. Those are,
2: like, my favorites that got the Gen 4 um, evolution treatment. I think Gliscor being, like, a a true vampire bat is pretty sick, and then Weavile, I think, is just an improvement on Sneasel, so...
1: Sneasel nice. really gives me to Evolution, so that was good to get.
0: Yeah. Well, uh, you know, Honchcrow was pretty cool, too, from Murkrow.
1: That's right. It's... I love its animation in Battle Revolution. It has this um, animation when it faints, it, like, falls over and then it, like, tilts his hat like, <laughs> my lady, it's so funny. <laughs> look it up if you have a chance. I'll
0: have to look at it. Oh, um, like... Another one is uh, Mistrevious with Miss Maguus or something like that. Um, I'm to... give or
1: take. I'm give or take with that one.
0: Well, I just think the idea of it's cool. I still like mysterious like more.
1: Mm-hmm. Yeah.
0: Whereas what like you... Licky Licky is like, why the fuck is this is a thing
1: abomination? Oh, of Licky Island. Licky was terrible. They could have or... done something. I don't you not like Licky Tongue Ryan. That's correct. Yes, I like Licky Tongue, and they just like ruined it. They could have done something better.
0: Uh, you know, tan growth. Tingle. I like
1: what it's just I bigger it, yeah, dude. But it's cool i love it uh,
2: again uh, i feel like it's it's like that ancient pokemon evolution like uh, if you were to go back in time you would see like a gigantic mossy mess of just badass that would bitch slap you from 50 yeah. feet
0: away <laughs> literally just like moments ago with the Mega. i i gotta agree with you thank you brandon <laughs> i never thought about that
2: yeah no. dude like I, I really like how it's like these new evolutions are not just like, oh, we just like discovered new, ev-. it's like back in the day, like this is what these motherfuckers would be. You know, it's like, it's like a pseudo, it's not exactly the same, but like a pseudo fossil type of Pokemon selection. Yeah. You know?
0: Yeah, that's true. And, um, you know, real quick while we're on the subject, um, one that I actually liked from the anime, I know we're not going to be talking about like favorite anime moment, but mm-hmm. uh, Ash's A-Palm becoming MB-Palm. In the show. Ooh. I always thought it was cool in the show, but in the games I never really freaked out over it. Um, even though I have never really used him, because I like Magneton more. I'm looking at it right now, and MagnaZone's pretty sick.
1: I like MagnaZone.
0: Uh cool. Gallade, the male version of the Gardevoir line. Pretty really cool. freaking sick. Yeah, that um, one's cool. Frostlass, instead of I Glalie, know. you can get Snow Run into Frostlass. Badass. And then, of course, the babies, some of them utterly useless, some of them perfect. Uh, That was going
1: to be my answer for the least favorite. We're not there yet.
0: We're not there yet. (laughs) Because mine is too. Um, Bonsly, who is Suda baby version, Mime Jr., a Mr. Mime, Mantike, who I just think looks adorable, but is like, why? I don't know why they did this. Uh, Baby version of Mantine. Uh, Munchlax, who I actually love a lot, I actually think this Pokemon is fucking awesome and then Happiny, who is actually a really cute, pretty cool version of the Chansey line, in my opinion Uh, and then Roselia's baby version, Buidu Uh, I don't think we needed that. Uh, Chingling uh, Chimecho's baby version and just to name a few more things before we move on to uh, favorite legendary, Uh, Porygon Z is actually pretty cool uh, dusk dusknoir pretty sick from dusk lops mm-hmm. and then leafion and glaceon uh, glaceon i think is stupid i wish the design was just a little bit different i don't know what i'd do but Leafion i felt was like the perfect design for a grass evolution i think
2: glaceon what kills it for me is the straight across bangs yeah no that's what i was looking uh, at right now like, like, I, I, i'm not a fan of that but Leafeon is like probably one of my favorite evolutions like yeah, it no, looks sure. so sick
0: i cannot wait to replay these games guys no me too Uh, So we're going to move on now to our favorite legendary Pokemon. Uh, Once again, with that back sprite, homeboy's coming in hot. Uh, I got Palkia with mine, Uh, but also the idea of a water dragon Pokemon. Um, It's pretty sick. Just, you know, the only thing we've had before this is technically Kingdra, I believe. Um, I just think Palkia's design is really cool. Uh, You know, when it came, I mean, I kind of still do this, actually, when it comes to choosing a version I just go whichever one I think is cooler. Uh, his, his special move is Spatial Rend. Uh, it's amazing. However, come to find out, Dialga is also super badass, and his move Roar of Time is sick as shit. So, believe it or not, they're both tied for me, but I'd have to go Palkia oh, yeah. if I had to choose. Um, but, Brian,
1: what is your favorite legendary or mythical Pokemon in this generation? I have two, and they, I kind of have two different reasons for them. I really like the idea and kind of design of Regigigas but his his ability just totally totally ruins him slow start. Yeah. They did him so dirty, but I like the idea of the Golem trio and then they have one like like leader. I like the idea of that. And then I also really like Giratina because it's essentially like the devil of Pokemon and that's <laughs> that's crazy. Like that shit's nuts, so and he has a really cool and Dark design, obviously. Oh, he's not dark, he's a ghost, but yeah, those are my two.
2: But pretty menacing, and plus, it's kind of a funny contrast to have literally the god of Pokemon Arceus, yeah, Giratina, who is like the devil, so it's pretty rad, yeah,
0: it's super crazy, yeah. Uh, Brandon, what is your favorite legendary or mythical Pokemon?
2: Well, since we're kind of rivals, I figure it's kind of fitting to be uh, Dialga, I really love um, his design. I like it. I like his typing a lot, which is a dragon steel type, which I don't think we've seen before, right?
0: Uh, He is the first one. Yes.
2: Yeah, that was my first version and I picked it based off the design. I really like it. Plus also I was like blue over pink because I was, you know, you know, heterotypical or whatever. Uh, But yeah, and then Roar of Time is just a badass move with a badass name. So yeah, that's my pick for sure. Dialga.
0: He also has a really good shiny form. Mm -hmm. Like that teal. Oh, so good. So good. I forgot. Uh yeah, so uh, I felt like that one was going to be easy for all of us cuz like mm. all of the other 13 million legendaries that are in the game like aren't really that great. Uh, if I had to choose Not a fairy, good. it would have been Azelf. I don't think Cresselia is that great. But uh, uh we're going to move on to least favorite pokemon of the generation. Um mine is the I got a tie. Uh, it's Buu Chingling, and Mime Junior. I believe they're all stupid and unnecessary. Whereas Mantine is cute, like it gives like a cute version of this sea, you know, this manta ray, you know, um, Mantine. Um, Snorlax, I always did felt like it would have been cool to see a smaller version of it, and then sure enough, we got it in its first appearance. By the way, XD Gale of Darkness um, and Bonsly. Who's just an adorable version? Who, who doesn't want a little fucking bonsai tree Pokemon? That's pretty rad. Uh Happiny literally looks like a fighter medic Pokemon before it becomes a full medic, you know, Chansey. I'm not saying that the other designs probably don't have a lot of sense to them. I just I just felt like they probably could have done baby Pokemon somewhere else, like maybe a baby scyther. I don't know. That would have been oh, cool. That'd be weird.
1: That'd be
0: really cool. It'd be weird and cool, right? Imagine so, a
2: baby pincer too.
0: Dude, baby Heracross its just a walking horn. (laughs) Exactly. exactly. (laughs) Uh, So, yeah, I just wanted to bring that up. But uh, what is your least favorite Pokemon of this generation, Brandon? Bro, I was going through the Pokedex, like, in preparation for this episode. And,
2: you know, after talking about the new uh, evolutions that some of the older Pokemon got, like, there's a lot of bangers in this in these games. And it makes me really excited to play the uh, remakes coming out unfortunately when it comes down to the least favorite pokemon though it comes down to the face. hair for me i'm sorry what
0: no go ahead, go ahead
2: sorry. it comes down to the hair for me dude i can't fucking stand the way ambipom looks man i can't really i thought you were i awesome. hate it i hate it i, I, agree, I like yeah, i agree i like the concept of it like the concept of apom single hand ambipom like the name fits you know me i love some puns and some like meaning in the name it's all cool but i just don't like the way he looks and his smile it reminds me of like a those um, monkey dolls that have the symbols and they're clapping constantly and they're yes, fucking creepy. Sure.
1: Fuck that Pokemon.
0: <laughs> you somehow just made me appreciate that Pokemon even more.
1: Well, no, like I don't like Ambipalm either. Ambipalm's always got a hideous design to me, and I but i think that is my least favorite of all of the evolutions we got for older Pokemon. It's looking at you
2: like, hey man, you want to give me two high fives? They're actually my ass. <laughs> <laughs> Hate it. Brian. Spies it. Uh, I'm in the same
1: interest. boat as you, Ryan. I don't like baby Pokemon in general, so I mean, I don't like the baby Pokemon in this gen either. I don't mind like Bondsley has a cool design. Uh, mine, mine Junior has a fine design, but are they necessary? No, they're just Dex filler. They just take space so that could be something else. I'd rather have new Pokemon than like babies. Hmm. And like you said, Mantike is super cute, but I think that's one of my lesser favorites because it's literally just smaller and has baby eyes. Like has, big big baby eyes.
2: It has also like my chemical romance makeup.
1: That's right, that's right. It's got like
2: bleeding yeah. mascara
1: and shit. And Chingling was extremely random to get a baby form. That was like really random. <gasps> yeah, so those are mine.
2: Would it technically count as real Lu as a baby Pokemon? No. Which one? Chingling? No, real Lu. Would real Lu be a baby Pokemon or is that just the first <laughs>
0: I, think technically, I mean yeah he's like the baby like Charmander is technically the baby version of that line I it's thought just, it was considered a baby
2: I think it is but I think it's because it you get it like it's the first appearances from an egg I think that's yeah, why yeah.
1: hmm.
0: as a classification of a baby as opposed to Charmander just being Charmander
2: yeah because technically every first uh, gen one Snorlax was technically a baby
1: yeah I know what you're. I know what you're both saying but I do think Raioli was considered a baby when like all these like baby Pokemon were being shown and then they were talking I don't know how to explain it. I I think it was considered a baby Pokemon.
0: Yeah. Sorry, you sound like a robot a little bit. Dang it. It's very sporadic. It's not consistent.
2: Uh, He's technically a baby Pokemon.
0: (laughs) Yeah, so we kind of, I think all three of us already touched on it, so we're going to skip it. But I just said like, what was the first Version of this generation that you guys play? Well, yeah. Pearl, Diamond, and then Emulator. So
1: it was diamond though.
0: Of the five titles that came out in this generation, though, what was the one that like really stood out to you the most and why? So we kind of always talk about every generation. So like red, blue, and we still like put it in fire red and leaf green in there, even though we talked about it more in generation three. Or generation two, we talked about gold, silver, Heart gold, soul, silver. Whereas this one, I just want to talk about it again, because I didn't play platinum, but heart gold and soul silver um were kind of like breathtaking to me, just all over again, just like fire and leaf green were. And I felt like they incorporated so much of Generation Four into it that they did a really good job. So I'm just wondering if like platinum, diamond and pearl still stands out more to you guys, or did the remakes like actually take you all the way back for a good thing? Like it wasn't. Just nostalgia goggles like they actually did add a lot of content so remember um you know you can get groudon kyogre and rayquaza in it uh the battle the battle tower the whole battle area that they added just so they took stuff from crystal and then expanded on it uh just wondering if like what game like really uh do you remember the most from gen 4 whoever wants to go first go first
2: okay um that's, that's a good question. Um, I remember playing Diamond a lot. Like, I, I think I put in like a solid 600 hours into that game. I loved it. Um, it was when I first kind of really started to use uh, SeraB.net for research purposes and it just and seeing like the uh, Japanese events, things like that. So it, it, I used a lot of time for it. But when Soul Silver and Heart Gold came out, I dedicated a lot of my Gen 4, like even more of my time in Gen 4 to those games. And I feel like those left a better impression on me than Diamond did because I liked Gold and Silver. That's my favorite generation of all time. Like my favorite Pokemon, favorite region, activities, etc. It like you said, it put all of Gen 4's features into that region. And it left a bigger mark on me than diamond however i saw people play platinum and i never got a chance to play platinum myself i tried to buy some copies a couple years ago unfortunately i got all counterfeit they didn't work like from gamestop i would buy them and like they were just shit so i never really got to experience platinum and that was a huge bummer to me because all the features they put in the distortion world um the minor tweaks they did would make gen four in Sinnoh like that much more of an enjoyable experience so um even though I didn't play platinum it's it's tied with the amount of shit they did to it so
0: yeah you know I kind of agree with you Brandon like whenever I think of gen four I always think of platinum too and that's another game I haven't played I'm slowly playing it on a um you know counterfeit cartridge that has 23 games on it but um I haven't been playing it lately, but, uh, yeah, you know, like platinum really left a mark on the entire scene. Um, you know, you gotta remember too, though, like generation four introduced the underground pass or underground exploration where you can mine and stuff. And as a whole mini game with friends, and it's really fun. Um, the global trade station, which revolutionized trading, uh, before it became broken with level one muse, um, Mm -hmm. Still, it was, it was, it was a huge game changer. I can't tell you how many hours I just wasted every night trying to just uh, trade for the Pokemon I like. Um, and then also gen four introduced something that hasn't returned. And I hope it does in these remakes is uh, pokeball effects. So you could throw out a pokeball and fire would come out for Charizard or whoever else I had that I wanted. So I made my gym leader teams that also had these pokeball effects on them. So um, yeah, it's definitely tied for me too, but Brian, um, did you happen to play heart gold silver on cartridge
1: or was that also emulator if you ever got around to it i think i finally got fed up and i sold my i always sold games and i think i sold my psp and other stuff and i was like i want to play heart gold so i think i got a new ds a used one probably and um i got heart gold again in that game man that game is probably still my favorite pokemon game ever yeah ever like heart gold is such a beautiful and fun game and just something as simple as like following Pokemon adds adds so much like aesthetic to the game and just everything about that game like I have like memories and memories of playing it although I do love platinum I did play platinum too it was on the emulator so I didn't get all the online features I had some I think that worked but I remember how cool the distortion world was that was like that was something really cool that they did it was trippy and kind of confusing to go through when I was that young but still heart gold man heart gold is like the number one for me that game is just something special to me
0: yeah which is perfectly fine too um you know one of the other things that like always stands out to heart gold for me um i am constantly a sucker of getting charmander and stuff or you know Trico. and they did something that i hope every game would do um in this type of genre um you know if the first time you beat the canto side of the game in the Pokemon League one more time. You go to Professor Oak, he gives you one of the Kanto starters. Once you beat Red at Mount Silver, Steven in Saffron City gives you one of the Hoenn starters. And like shit like that, dude, like the smallest fucking thing like goes such a long way with me and like my happiness with the game. So, I hear you, man. Like when Pokemon were able to follow you, like like I'm playing uh Pokemon Shield right now. So when I go to Crown Tundra or Isle of Armor, they're following me. And I'm like, dude, this is so fucking sick. I want to see this expanded on so bad.
1: Yeah, it adds so much, and it's such a little thing, but I remember in Heart Gold, I would always just switch my team and cause I wanted to see the walking animation for how they're already behind you. And I think Lugie and Holo are like huge <laughs> when they follow you, aren't they? But bigger than the others.
2: Yes, it is so funny because they would be like, oh, Lugia is giving you a hug. And it's like, it's like, gigantic wingspan crushing the shit out of you. But yes, this is how it's how it's programmed to be when you interact with Lugia as it's following.
0: Yes, mm-hmm. it's that's, that's a good one. Yeah, no, it's uh, it's good stuff, man. Good stuff. Uh, So now we're going to um, well, actually, sorry, we usually do the typical question. And I think this one's going to be a rough answer. Um, I think we should have different answers on this. Do you think these games hold up till this day, though? And my answer, I'll go first, is no, they don't. I think that these games, in terms of performance and the quality, if you go from playing pretty much Black and White 2, Gen 3, or you know Sword and Shield today, um, hell, probably even X and Y and Sun and Moon or Oris. Um, I just think these games being locked to 30 FPS, which is frames per second, or a little bit under, really... Really kind of hurt it in the long run uh, to the point where Platinum, when you're surfing, because if you, you can look up videos on this, um, when you surf in Diamond and Pearl, it takes fucking forever. Like, it's disgusting how slow it looks. So in Pearl, they didn't double the frame rate or anything, but they made it look faster and they actually pulled it off. But uh because of the pure amount of great content heart gold and Soul silver has i'd say yes you could still play those but it's a little tough to get through them because well i'm sitting here as somebody who tried replaying them last year and i just couldn't do it couldn't do it uh brandon what are your thoughts on just like where the games hold up today i mean
2: you're 100 percent right dude i agree with you uh diamond and pearl like i tried to play diamond again and it was just too much of a slog to get through. Everything's so slow. I know Platinum's a little faster. I think it's like s- straight up standard thirty frames, and they made like the surfing animations and things like you said uh, go a lot quicker. Um, so I mean, if I were to play through Gen Four again, in the meantime until these remakes come out in hopefully four months, um, I would play Platinum or Bust, or just go play Dark Gold or Soul Silver. So yeah. Yeah, I don't think they hold up at all. So, Brian, what do you think?
1: Yeah, they're pretty sluggish. And I think I tried picking it up up about a year ago. And it was just, I didn't put that much time into it. And I was already sick of it. Not sick of it, but it didn't hold my attention. And I was like, I'll just wait for the remix. But I I have heard that um, Platinum, you know, when the HP goes down, I heard it's like really, really slow in Platinum. To the point where it's like if you fight a Blissey, you're going to be there for like ten minutes. Yep, you know about that too, Ryan?
0: Yeah, I had Pearl.
1: <laughs> yeah, but HP goes down really quick. <laughs> oh,
0: it doesn't go down really quick. It does take forever. It's so stupid. Um, you know, it was this. It was just their first foray foray into like the <laughs> DS architecture and you know I, architecture. You know, like I get it. You know, like they couldn't get everything right but it just sucks because uh you know maybe you know just because i'm using the lingo doesn't mean it like you don't know what it is so like when you were saying you got sick of it it's probably because the animations were so slow and sluggish and it just felt off when you played it Mm -hmm. so that's why i'm kind of hoping that these remakes come out a lot better but we haven't seen any footage yet and i'm terrified However, the go ahead, Brandon. You know what I'm thinking, dude. We
2: haven't seen like what the battles look like for the remakes. Yeah,
0: we have. We have. Yeah, they show. Yeah, it. we have. It basically, it basically looks like let's go.
2: Oh, you're right. Okay, my bad. But
1: I, do. I you... hope they have some new stuff. I hope it's not like shot for shot.
0: they like they said they're doing shot for shot. Stop hoping for. Did, did they else. Like,
1: out? Did they outright say it? Yes, they did. They
0: said this is a carbon copy remake, basically. At the oh, announcement dude, really. Just
1: give me some Mega Evolutions and I'll be happy. No, just stop worrying about it. Well,
0: just... might
2: as well get used to being unhappy.
0: Yeah, dude, I don't think it's going to happen. If it does, though, that'd be pretty sweet. I want to see Mega Yan Mega. <laughs> <laughs> I want to see Mega. Almost... We'll see a Dragonite holding a Dragonite Knight.
1: Yeah, that was the other one I was thinking of.
0: <laughs> oh my god. All right, guys, we're going to move on to favorite TCG set of this era. We kind of talked in the pre-show, Brian and myself and pretty much Brandon. None of us really bought any of the TCG packs from this era. But when I was collecting uh, a few years ago, I managed to get the entire set of shiny Pokemon from Call of Legends, which was the last set released before Generation 5. And I just wanted to bring it up real quick because... This the TCG in this era just went through some weird phases, and I think uh, where they ended it at Call of Legends was really like on a good note. Um, so you can get shiny Lugia, oh, some of the best looking versions too of themselves. Um, so I just want to bring that up. It's pretty cool. But is there anything TCG related you guys want to talk about? If not, that's fine.
1: I don't think I ever personally ever bought a diamond, pearl, or platinum pack, but I do remember buying some heart gold soul silver packs i remember buying those very vaguely i couldn't tell you any cards but yeah diamond and pearl were like the one set that i was completely out of like i wasn't buying cards at all in my life at that point yeah brandon
2: um same thing i didn't buy anything from the diamond and pearl i mean like i enjoyed the game a lot but i think when it came to collecting the trading cards i fell out pretty hard uh i do remember again since we talked about heart gold and soul silver i remember triumphant and all that which led up to call of legends uh in that release window I remember getting some of those packs for christmas but that's about it so
0: yeah tcg wasn't a huge thing for me this set or yeah yeah um so that's pretty much it for me right now with gen 4 uh one of the things i was telling these guys in the pre-show uh, we have the Generation 4 remakes coming out this year, so you can rest assured we will be playing those and talking about them on the podcast, Yeah, uh, whether it's by myself at first, and then I get them together to do like a roundtable discussion of it. Uh, it will be talked about again as we get to basically re-experience everything again. So I, I kind of want to leave it at that because I think yeah. it'll be cool to see if some of the very fond memories you have from the original games actually line up with these new ones, mm. for like the underground exploration stuff right yeah so uh if you guys have anything else uh now would be a good time before we move on to trivia
1: i got um, one thing did you know gen 4 has no fire types other than chimchar and then there's Ponyta in the game in the wild
0: yeah besides mag mortar and the, yeah, chimchar the type line type. yeah that's it,
1: that's
0: it. Maybe that's why I, I always, thought, I would, I always it. thought that was interesting there's never enough fire pokemon god it <laughs>
2: I know what is it? Uh, well, let's go. Uh, a question that we aren't going to touch upon is, um. Oh, you know what? Uh, the, the elite four members Flint had a Houndoom and a Flareon, as well as Rapidash Inferno, and Feranape and Magmortar. So I think those are literally the five Fire type lines you'll see in the game are in the um in
1: one of the elite fours. I think in the wild, I think if you don't pick Chimchar in the wild, the only one is Ponyta at all that's because
2: f- i know is it, isn't magmar and magby aren't they on like the battle the island that has battle tower and stuff like that or something
1: i was gonna say that i can't remember if they were in the wild or not i'm iffy on that yeah i was gonna say it's too far back
0: for me to remember i couldn't tell you um so you guys ready for some trivia yeah
2: Let's do it ready to get my ass kicked
0: all right so brian's at two points for pokemon generation trivia And Brandon's at one from generation, winning generation three. So let's see how these guys do on generation four. I'm excited. First question is how much does Dialga weigh? (laughs) (laughs) First possible answer is 1500 or 1,508 pounds. I guess I should go B, right? A, B. Uh, B is 1,472 pounds. C is 1,533 pounds, and D is 1,904 pounds. Which one is it, guys?
1: C. I'm
0: going to go with number f- number D. You guys are both wrong. It's actually A, 1,508 pounds.
1: So it means I win, right? God damn it.
0: Yeah. So uh, that will cross out, and I hope to God I don't have to come up with something on the spot. Next up is how tall is Palkia? A, 19 feet. B 17 feet, C 14 feet, or D 13 feet. Which one? Seven,
2: 17 feet B.
0: What'd you say, B. Brian? I said B. And you're both wrong again. It's fucking A, isn't it?
1: No, it's <laughs> D 13 feet. Yeah. <laughs> well, that was close. <laughs> <laughs> Dude, we fucking suck. I'll get them on the next round. Watch.
0: What year did Diamond and Pearl release originally? A 2005, B 2008, C 2007, or D 2006? What is the answer? Oof.
1: 2006. I'm probably wrong. I'm gonna go with 2000, 2005.
0: And Brian gets his first point.
1: It is 2006. Oof. I fucking quit. <laughs> Originally, I thought it was 2004, and I was waiting for you to I, say I, it. And I never I said it. It was
2: 2006, dude. I fucking knew it, but I was like, you know what? You I was giving that
0: off-the-cuff chance. we <laughs> talked about it coming out, and I had a Halo Three jacket on, and it wasn't out yet. Like you gave the answer. I mean, we gave the answer way earlier. It's fine. What move can be learned from TM fifty nine? A. Dragon Pulse. B. Drain Punch. C. Dream Eater, or D, Dragon Rush? Dragon Pulse. I'm going to go with Dragon Rush. And Brian's getting another point! He's at two points, and he basically wins. Uh, but let's see if Brandon can redeem himself. If Brandon gets this right, he will get two points, but if Brian gets it right, it doesn't matter. He wins. What Pokemon was incredibly difficult to encounter slash acquire in Gen 4? A, Vespa Queen, Quinn, B, Feebas, C, Manaphy, or D, Munchlax. Munchlax.
2: You said it was impossible slash very difficult?
0: just Yeah, very difficult. Um, Before you answer, Brandon, since we're trying to see if you can actually come back right now, um, all four of these Pokemon are in the game, and all four Ah. of them are technically difficult, but one is harder than the rest. And I have the answers of why they're difficult.
2: Well, Phoebass was difficult in Gen 3 because of the patterns and shit. But he's in
0: Gen 4 and also even just as difficult. Yeah. So it was Vespiquen, Feebas, Feebas, Manaphy, or Munchlax. Um, I'm
1: going
0: to go with Munchlax. You guys are both wrong. Uh, the answer is Manaphy. The only oh, way you can get I... Manaphy was a special unlock mission from Pokemon Ranger, and you had to take that code and enter the code in just to get it. Vestaquin is hard because I put Cumbie, by the way, instead of Cumbie. <laughs> uh, Vestaquin is hard because there's only a 12.5% chance of finding a female in the honey trees. Uh, Feebas is hard because on Mount Coronet, the spot to fish him rotates every four days. And then Munchlax is hard because of this incense you have to get for him or whatever. Okay, so
2: the thing is, is like, encounter in the game, technically, you don't encounter Manaphy in the game because you have to use another game to get a code. A there. That was the Anticor.
0: trick.
1: Oh, f- I thought you were tricking me with Manaphy. I thought that was a trick answer. <laughs> no, it definitely Urban... wasn't a trick.
0: It was that trick.
1: No, I thought Fionn Fion- Fion was the one that was hard to get.
2: Fionn, I think, is the one that's impossible no? Yes, or you have, to, you have to breed them. They the ev-
0: yeah, they're the evolution of. Each that's one.
1: why I thought you were psyching me out. You said manaphy but like you wanted me to think fiona I don't know if that makes sense.
0: The psych I meant, Brandon actually caught. It's just,
2: yeah, it's not catch. If it's a catch in Diamond, Pearl, and Platinum, then yeah, it'd be bullshit. But catch or acquire. <laughs> <laughs> fucking got him i mean i get i definitely got you because you did pay attention to that but then Damn, dude i got i got got. i wasn't even gonna say got Manaphy too oh well it's all good it's like who line whose line is it anyway
0: yeah this is that was fun i actually tried <laughs> for all of that obviously those, those are good questions i, I like Yeah, that. those were good i'll go back to only one way and not height we'll get rid of the height <laughs> we'll go back to like something you guys can do uh dragon pulse I think you guys wouldn't have got if I changed it from A to D because Dragon Rush isn't even a TM. However, in the yeah. TM decks, uh, Drain Punch and Dream Eater are actually right there by Dragon Pulse. Nice. So I was hoping I was hoping that fuck you up a little bit more, but <laughs> yeah, there's some kind Good of stuff. dragon dragon shit. So Brian is at three points out of eight generations of Pokemon, where Brandon's at one. If shit. Brandon loses one more or two more he's out so there's no coming back brandon you can still come back dude generation five like if you don't beat brian then you're not a gen 5
1: fan
2: i'm then i'm not a true pokemon fan i'm just gonna go commit Sudoku.
0: we only played the shit out of the the first shitty version and then the second version is played a lot of so
1: i was actually a big gen 5 hater for a long time and only recently i came around but i know we're gonna talk about that another time so on gen 5 yes we will (laughs) So one of the things I was telling you guys in the pre-show
0: is that GameCube is trending on Twitter right now in the United States, and it had over 31,000 tweets before we started the show. Um, it's my personal favorite Nintendo console, right neck and neck with a 64. Um, you know, I, I did my due diligence. I tweeted I tweeted a picture of XT Gill darkness on my screen holding the so- wireless controller. But uh, I wanted to bring it up to you guys because I think this is something that I'm still hopeful for, but I'm pretty convinced it's not going to happen. Would you guys rather see them completely bring back the virtual console starting with Nintendo 64 or still do Nintendo 64 online? Or would you guys rather see a mini GameCube, you know, like the classic consoles they were doing? Brian, what
1: would you like to see? I don't want a mini. I don't want to have any GameCube. I want to play these games on my Switch. And at this point, I'd be happy with a virtual console. I would be cool with Nintendo 64 online. I know they would never do um, GameCube online, that would be way too much content to just give away. So I'm not going to get my hopes up, though, honestly. If it's trending, that's cool. But
0: well, no, it's not a I, hopes up. It's just a question. It's just, what would you like to see? And I mean, we both, all of us sitting here, know none of it's going to happen. But. <laughs> Doesn't hurt to speculate and hope for the best, I guess. Well, I guess I just said hope again, but yeah, I don't think it's gonna happen either. I just Oh no, I
1: would I would love to see some GameCube games on the Switch. That would be so fun. That was like a big generation I missed entirely. And I know there's so many gems on that console.
0: Yeah. Um that's the other thing too, is like maybe GameCube remasters, you know, like F Zero GX star fox assault you know maybe you just bring back some of those games uh, refreshed but uh brandon what are your thoughts and opinions on gamecube as a whole as it's trending in our country
2: i mean i'm hoping some love for the previous generations come back uh gamecube held a lot of uh you know good memories for me growing up i remember, remember playing uh, you know coliseum xd gale of Darkness. Uh, Super Smash Brothers Melee. I wasn't sweaty when playing it, but again, I like Super <laughs> Smash Brothers. just in general. So, uh, Star Fox Salt. Um, you know, uh, Super Mario Sunshine, which we already got that kind of love on with um with the uh, Super Mario 3D All Stars. So we got that.
0: And it scratched that edge too for me. Yeah, yeah.
2: I actually need to pick up a physical version of All Stars because I'd really like to play through 64 and uh, Sunshine again. I never got to play um uh. Odyssey? Galaxy, I played Odyssey at Galaxy. Galaxy, Wii.
1: Galaxy, Galaxy. Yeah. Galaxy is so good.
2: Yeah, I never played it on the Wii, so I would like to pick that up. But I mean, in terms of like general GameCube as a whole, I would like to see a virtual console, obviously, or similar to, um, you know, Super Mario 3D All-Stars. They do like a Pokemon 3D All-Stars where they put in, um, you know, Coliseum XD and... What's another GameCube game that came out that's not Pokemon Box that came out on this on the GameCube?
0: It's just called Human X Darkness. only is, two. Um, yeah, that's it. Just the
2: three. That's it. I mean, like having a little, you know, collection. I know we always talk about like collections bringing them back and everything, but I think see- seeing a 3D remaster of those bringing them back to the actual Switch would be great. Yeah,
1: definitely. I mean, better? I go oh, ahead, yeah. or-
2: no, no, no. I, I, I'm just. I was just re- re- reiterating my point. Like, I don't know why it could be possibly
0: trending right now. I have no idea either. It's just, uh, you know, I, I, think. Well, there's just a constant conversation that's continually, continuously growing every day about game preservation. Um, while I do dislike that some companies are re-releasing games that came out like three years ago re-releasing games that came out over a decade ago maybe with new graphics or um, you know fidelity upgrades mm-hmm. I have nothing against because you know it's it's about preserving the game for another decade you know like I'm thinking about it right now as we're sitting here even though this is a Pokemon episode if they did a legit like uh, Master Chief Collection remaster of Star Fox Adventures I'd be one of the happiest people ever uh, I love that fucking game I'm a dinosaur fan but the fact that they actually made like this game work so well is mind blowing to me. Um, I don't know. I just love GameCube and I'd love to see it get more love in terms of remakes or re-releases or Nintendo switch online. But uh, speaking of Nintendo switch, I already talked about it on the podcast earlier, but I want to ask you guys what you think of the OLED model before we close this out. So Brian, what are your thoughts on this new OLED model? that's not the switch pro that we all hope for
1: at first i was like for a few minutes i was kind of excited but then i'm like i don't really play mine in handheld mode i mode i play mine in dock mode a lot more so it would be pointless for me and then i don't know i don't see the need to spend it there's not enough there for me to go for it maybe one day a pro will actually happen and then I'll gladly put money down but this one I'm like hesitant on so I don't know
0: yeah you know it's weird I actually play handheld still more than docked Mm. and I really do want it because of that right because it is better for handheld but I just can't justify it I don't think the price tag is actually that um, bad in my opinion uh, it's just obviously when you compare it to other consoles out there, it is a bad one. But that's a different thing. Um, but Brandon, what are what are your thoughts as um, a Switch Lite owner of the OLED model that was just announced?
2: Uh, I mean, I was originally pretty stoked for it. I know o- OLED are um, pretty high, can offer some pretty high fidelity, high contrast, and you know, obviously make those games look really beautiful. Um, there's the minor features like the upgraded kickstand, which I think is really rad. Yeah, because uh, because the, the original one on the first switch was minute like minuscule. It was I barely I didn't even know what had it, honestly, when I owned a, a switch one. But I mean, as a as a switch Lite owner who plays in handheld mostly, and even when I did own a switch one, I played in handheld a lot unless I had people over for smash. Um, I, I was pretty excited about it. I would consider picking it up, but I mean, with with how consoles and everything have been going this uh, past year and a half. Uh, pre-orders aren't even up yet at the time of recording, so I mean, I would put money down on it and um, cash it because I'm waiting for uh, a, a, hit, a original Switch that can go into docked mode, but still provide a good handheld experience. Mm. So, so me personally, as a Switch Lite owner, I am looking for that, and since we didn't get the Switch Pro, I'm thinking about going ahead and jumping the gun and getting that October 8th, so that's nice. me personally. Plus, that white looks super dope. Like I'm not yeah. a huge fan of like white consoles, but like it looks pretty pretty damn clean on that switch. So yeah.
0: Yeah, it does it does look pretty good. And I, I think if uh you know, I think if the trade in bonus is pretty high for the switch or switch light, I may consider getting it because I do like the new dock. I do like the the very, very minor adjustments they're making as somebody who does play handheld, like I just said. But I don't know. Uh buying it outright is not an option for me i'm not going to do it i just can't it's just uh i can't justify it um i'm still excited to see like a upgraded model um in my opinion there's no way that they don't do it it's just uh like i wish for this announcement um like either just say it straightforward but like oh you know for you uh performance heavy you know gamers out there, like, yes, we are still working on a much better version of <laughs> a much better version of the uh, Switch. So I don't know. Uh, we'll just have to see what happens. But um, I wanted to bring it up to you guys because I think it's uh, kind of a sore spot. You know, the 3DS got an XL version. And I actually did go from the 3DS to the 3DS XL to the new 3DS to the new 3DS XL. I was all over the place. So as someone who's done those upgrades, I would say unless you're dying to have the extra 0.8 inches of screen, um, just wait for the next version. Um, It's you don't you don't need this. Although if you are a Switch Lite owner, I would consider it because it's better for you already, right? So if it's handheld, it's already better for you. But now if you get this console, you can go back to playing on your TV as well. So yeah i yeah. do think i do think the trade-off is there to justify the purchase for that uh, those owners out there but yeah that's it guys thank you for coming on to talk about pokemon gen 4 pre-remakes i am truly excited for those remakes this year i hope to god they don't let me down because i i just can't wait to get my hands on them after playing omega ruby and sapphire it's just like oh man just keep making remakes so yeah uh, yeah so brian from another vinyl page go check out his instagram it's at another vinyl page and then uh brandon is brandon check out brandon and his voice right now because that's all you got and that's That's it. you're gonna get (laughs) uh so yeah thank you again uh congrats to brian for uh defending his title we'll see how long it goes or maybe he just takes it all the way we'll see Testing Brandon's uh fandom right now. It ain't looking too good. Um, yeah, guys. So thank you so much for being on. Have a good week, everyone. And that is it for It Just Works. We will catch you guys next week.
1: Bye. Bye.